Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen Wa salatu wa salam Ala ashraf al-anbiya Wal mursaleen Wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in Amma ba'd We have a narration on the authority of Abdullah bin Mas'ud radiyallahu an Anna al-Nabiya sallallahu alayhi wa sallam kana yaqool Allahumma inni as'aluka al-huda wal-tuqa wal-afaf wal-ghina Ruwahu Muslim Abdullah bin Mas'ud, may Allah be pleased with him, mentioned that the Prophet ﷺ used to say, O oh Allah, indeed I ask you for the guidance. Indeed I ask you for the piety. Indeed I ask you for chastity. And I ask you for self-contentment or richness. Shaykh Uthaymeen rahimahullah ta'ala, he stated, كان النبي عليه الصلاة والسلام يدعو الله بهذا الدعاء That the Prophet, upon him be the salah and the salam, he used to supplicate to Allah or call upon Allah with this dua. And here we have the word tana. And when you find the word kana being used with a present tense verb, it gives the meaning of something that was done on a consistent basis. So, kana yakul, he used to say, meaning not that he just said it one time, but he used to say this a number of times. Allahumma. Inni as'aluka al-huda. O Allah, indeed I ask you for the guidance. Shaykh Uthaymeen, rahimahullah ta'ala, he stated, Huna bima'an al-ilm. He said, al-huda here, or the guidance here, has the meaning of knowledge. So the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, when he would make dua, he asked Allah Azza wa Jal for the guidance. The Shaykh he goes on to mention, Rahimahullah, when Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam muhtaj ila al-ilm kagairihi min al-nas. And the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he's also in need of knowledge just like other than him from the people. Meaning the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam He needs the guidance from Allah Just like others need guidance from Allah Look what Allah Azza wa said Regarding the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam وَوَجَدَكَ ضَالًا فَهَدَى And he found you wandering Searching For the truth 
and he guided you. So Allah is the one who guided the Prophet ﷺ. The Prophet ﷺ is in need of knowledge just as others are in need of knowledge. So if the greatest of mankind, Sallallahu made dua to Allah for knowledge, then how much more so are we in need of that dua? The Shaykh mentions, لِأَنَّ اللَّهَ سُبْحَانُهُ قَالْ لَهُ وَلَا تَعْجَلْ بِالْقُرْآنِ مِنْ قَبْلِ أَنْ يُقْضَى إِلَيْكَ وَحْيُ وَكُرْ رَبِّ زِدْنِ عِلْمًا and do not be hasty in relation to the Qur'an before the revelation has been completed when being revealed to you. And say, my Lord, increase me in knowledge. So Allah commanded the Prophet ﷺ to ask Allah for an increase in knowledge. And you do not find in the Qur'an Allah commanding the Prophet to ask for an increase in anything other than knowledge. Also Allah Azza wa Jal, He mentions to the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam وَعَلَّمَكَ مَا لَمْ تَكُنْ تَعْلَمْ وَكَانَ فَضْلُ اللَّهِ عَلَيْكَ عَظِيمًا And He taught you that which you did not know. And the blessing or the virtue of Allah upon you is magnificent. Shaykh Uthaymeen says, فَهُوَ عَلَيْهِ الصَّلَاةُ وَالسَّلَامُ مُحْتَاجٌ إِلَى الْعِلْمُ He said, so he, may the salah and the salam be upon him, he was in need of the knowledge. فَيَسَلُ اللَّهِ الْهُدَى Therefore he will ask Allah for the guidance. The Shaykh, he says, وَالْهُدَى إِذَا ذُكِرَ وَحْدَى يَشْمَلْ الْعِلْمُ وَالتَّوْفِيقُ لِلْحَقِّ He said, and when the word huda or guidance is mentioned by itself, it includes the knowledge and the success when it comes to following the truth. أَمَّا إِذَا قُرِنَا مَعَهُ مَا يُضُلُّ عَلَى التَّوْفِيقُ لِلْحَقِّ فَإِنَّهُ يُفَسَّرْ بِمَعْنَى الْعِلْمُ And as for the case when it is accompanied with that which indicates the matter of given, being given the success to follow the truth, then the guidance is interpreted, interpreted as being knowledge. لِأَنَّ الْأَصْلِ فِي اللُّغَةِ الْعَرَبِيَّةِ أَنَّ الْعَطْفِ يَقْتَدِي الْمُغَيَرَةِ الْمُغَيَرَةِ فَيَكُونَ الْهُدَى لَهُ مَعْنَى وَمَا بَعْدَهُ مِمَّا يُدُلْ عَلَى التَّوْفِيقِ لَهُ مَعْنَى آخَرِ Because the origin when it comes to the Arabic language, when you have matters being connected after another is that they are different they're not the same so guidance has its own meaning and that which comes after it from that which indicates tawfiq or success from Allah then it has another meaning وَأَمَّا قَوْلُهُ وَالتُّقَى فَالْمُرَادُ بِالتَّقْوَى تَقْوَى اللَّهِ فَسَأَلَ النَّبِيُّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمْ رَبَّهُ أَتْتُقَى أَيْ أَنْ يُوَفِّقَهُ إِلَى تَقْوَى اللَّهِ لِأَنَّ اللَّهَ هُوَ الَّذِي بِيَدِهِ مُقَالِيدُ كُلِّ شَيْءٍ فَإِذَا وُكِلَ الْعَبْدُ إِلَى نَفْسِهِ ضُعَةٌ وَلَمْ يَحْصُلْ عَلَى شَيْءٍ فَإِذَا وَفَّقَهُ اللَّهُ عَزَّ وَجَلْ وَرَزَقَهُ أَتْتُقَى 
sara mustaqiman ala taqwa Allah. Shaykh Uthaymeen rahimahullah, he says, as for the statement of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and I ask you for at-tuqa, what is intended by the taqwa is the taqwa of Allah. Therefore, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he asked his Lord for at-tuqa, meaning to give him the success to be upon the taqwa of Allah. This is the Prophet again, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, who is asking for the taqwa. And he's the best of mankind. How much more so for us? Because Allah is the one who has within his hands the affairs of all things, or the control of all things, or the reins of all things. So if the servant is entrusted to himself, he will become wasted and he will not attain anything. Meaning without Allah Azza wa Jal guiding us in our affairs, we're not going to be successful. We're not going to attain that which benefits us in this life as well as in the hereafter. So it was a must that we constantly ask Allah for the guidance. Ask Allah for the success to be upon uprightness in the religion. But if we are entrusted to ourselves, we will go astray. The Shaykh, he says, so when Allah gives the servant the success and provides him with a tuqa or the piety, he will become upright upon the taqwa of Allah. وَأَمَّا قَوْلُهُ الْعَفَافِ فَالْمُرَادْ بِهِ أَنْ يَمُنَّ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ بِالْعَفَافُ الْعِفَّةِ مِنْ كُلِّ مَا حَرَّمَ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ فَيَكُونَ عَطْفُهُ عَلَى التَّقْوَى مِنْ بَابِ عَطْفِ الْخَاصِ عَلَى الْعَامِ He says, as for the statement of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, al-afaf, what is intended here that Allah favors him with chastity and being one who stays away from everything that Allah has prohibited upon him. So this word being mentioned after the word at-taqwa, this is from the angle of mentioning that which is specific after that which is general. Naam. So the afaf is that a person is one who stays away from everything that Allah has made haram. That he has chastity, modesty. And this modesty, it protects him from falling into the haram. Especially from the indecent matters. The shaykh says, and this is in regards to that which is connected to everything that is haram. So it's not just, as one may think, staying away from zina adultery or fornication, but everything that is haram, this afaf or iffa, this chastity, this modesty, keeps him away from those things. And as for 
the self-contentment or the richness, what is intended is being independent from that which is other than Allah. Mean being independent from needing creation. So the Prophet is making dua that Allah makes someone who does not have a need for the creation and that he only has a need for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is very important that we do not depend on creation. And our dependency is upon Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Shaykh goes on to mention, وَالْإِنسَانِ إِذَا وَفَقَهُ اللَّهُ وَمَنَّ عَلَيْهِ بِالْإِسْتِغْنَاءِ عَنِ الْخَلْقِ صَارَ عَزِيزَ النَّفْسِ غَيْرَ الذَّلِيلِ لِأَنَّ الْحَاجَةَ إِلَى الْخَلْقِ ظُلْ وَمَهَانَ وَالْحَاجَةَ إِلَى اللَّهِ عِزَّةَ وَعِبَادَةَ فَهُوَ يَسْأَلُ اللَّهِ فَهُوَ يَسْأَلُ عَلَيْهِ السَّلَاةُ وَالسَّلَامُ الْغِنَاءِ so the person when Allah gives him the success and blesses him to be independent, not in need of the creation, then he becomes one who is honorable within himself, not one who is belittled. But as for the one who is in need of the people, this is a form of belittlement and disgrace. And as for being one who is in need of Allah, then this is where the honor is and this is actually ibadah. So the Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam he used to ask Allah for independence, self-contentment, richness, not being in need of creation. The Shaykh he says, and we will end. فَيَنْبَغِي لَنَا أَن نَقْتَدِيَ بِالرَّسُولِ عَلَيْهِ الصَّلَاةُ وَالسَّلَامُ فِي هَذَا الدُّعَاءِ وَأَن نَسْأَلَ اللَّهَ الْهُدَى وَالتُّقَى وَالْعَفَافِ وَالْغِنَى وَفِي هَذَا دَلِيلٌ عَلَى أَنَّ النَّبِيَّ صَلَى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ لَا يَمْلِكُ لِنَفْسِهِ نَفْعًا وَلَا دَرًّا وَأَنَّ الَّذِي يَمْلِكُ ذَلِكَ هُوَ اللَّهُ شيخ وثيمين رحمه الله تعالى he stated it is befitting for us that we follow the Messenger والسلام, in this dua and that we ask Allah for the guidance, for the piety, for the modesty and chastity and for the independence and being self-content not in need of the creation but being in need of Allah alone. Also in this narration there is the evidence that the Prophet وسلم, does not own for himself benefit nor harm. Because he's asking Allah for these things. He can't bring about these things uh, for himself, by himself. But it is Allah who gives the person the success to have these characteristics. So, it shows that the Prophet ﷺ did not own these things for himself. For he did not own for himself the matter of benefit, nor harm, and that the one who owns that is Allah alone. Inshallah ta'ala, I just wanted to share uh, that benefit with the brothers and the sisters. And may Allah Azza wa Jal give us al-huda. May Allah Azza wa Jal give us al-tuqa. May He give us al-afaf. And may He give us al-ghina. فَإِنَّهُ سَمِيعُ الدُّعَاءِ وَسُبْحَانَكَ اللَّهُمَّ بِحَمْدِكَ شَرُّ اللَّهِ إِلَّا إِلَّا أَنْتَ اسْتَغْفِرُكَ وَأَتُوبُ إِلَيْكَ